0: Hello everyone, this is Gwenna Hunter and welcome to Heal Yourself, Heal The Planet. Today, I'm coming to you with a dream that I had that was one of the most memorable dreams I've ever... they're all memorable (laughs) but this one was particularly memorable because of the fear that was in the dream and the fear manifested into physical form and when I looked at this physical aspect of the fear I couldn't believe what I saw I couldn't believe what I saw and every time I think about this dream I get a new meaning from it like it It had so many meanings. And maybe after you hear about it, you'll come up with a meaning or an interpretation that I didn't discover. I believe that all dreams are very multidimensional and they have more than just one message. Um, I think that's one of the beautiful things about dreams. What I find so fascinating about dreams is that you can literally close your eyes go to sleep and experience another reality another world isn't that crazy like isn't that beautiful isn't that like insane you close your eyes you go to sleep and you talk to people you meet people you've never seen in real life you do things you have these experiences There's colors. There's smells. There's sounds. There's people. There's places. There's food. There's laughter. There's sadness. There's animals. It's like, what is a dream? What really is a dream? And I think that's something in our culture and our society on this planet. Well, I won't really say on this planet because I know other cultures take dreams very seriously. But I think Americans, um, for the most part, really dismiss the mystery and the vastness and the science of this amazing experience that we call dreams so let's get into it so in this particular dream I remember being in a room a really large room and I remember I could see part of the outside it it was almost like a living room or a bedroom it was really large and beautiful and there were a lot of physical things in there i remember the view was so gorgeous because the sky was absolutely beautiful and i remember looking and as i'm looking at all these things in the room and i don't remember like exactly what was in there but I just remember there were a lot of things and not necessarily like jewelry and things like that it was almost like there were experiences and places but they because it's a dream (laughs) um it was like they were in a physical form and they were all in this room and as I'm looking at these things something came over me that was almost like some type of familiarity at looking at these items it was like I started to remember and as I'm looking at these items I'm like wait a minute this stuff is mine but they were things I hadn't received yet in my earthly reality they were things that were mine but I hadn't acquired them yet and all of a sudden I look and there is this Um, what I consider to be a demonic or shadow type figure. Um, it, it was like, like black ash and smoke mixed together. Um, and very powerful and kind of like naked, but there was nothing sexual about the body, but 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 naked. It was like it was almost like an apparition, but it, it definitely seemed to have a solid form. You know, face, body, everything. And I'm so afraid because I can feel this being. And this being, the energy was just very... I don't, and it's hard to say because I can, I can almost remember the feeling, but there are really no words in our vocabulary to express them. So I have to use these lower words, which I don't want to do because, but I don't have any other way to do it. So I guess I can say that, um, this being was definitely knew me, um, understood me, but had this snarky evilness towards me. And I'm terrified because I, could, I started to look at the being and I could tell that it, it seemed to identify as a female, this being. And she started communicating with me and it was telepathically. And if you're not familiar with the word telepathic, um, or telepathically it's communicate it's mental communication and the communication is crystal clear it's clearer than talking and um, I know this because in almost ninety nine point nine percent of my dreams that's how I communicate I, and it's definitely to me a real sense but in this society we don't practice it because it's not acknowledged so um yeah, so in the dream, um, I was being spoken to telepathic, telepathically. And she was letting me know that those were definitely my things in the room. But because of her, I couldn't have access to them. And I realized that she was fear. And... I looked at her, and I looked at her again, and there was just something very familiar about it, and, well, about her, and she walked over to the view, and she let me know that that was supposed to be my view, but because of her, I couldn't have that either, and as I'm looking at her, I'm looking, and this horror comes over me because I realize That she is me and she's realizing because because she was me and also telepathic we were communicating telepathically and I think obviously we shared the same consciousness she became aware that I was aware that she was me (laughs) if that makes any sense (laughs) and I still was feel I was filled with so much fear of her that it was like I couldn't even stand up straight because the fear was overtaking my body so badly that it was like I was starting to turn into mush almost like I didn't even have any physical strength because I felt that much fear. And I think it had to be her snarkiness and letting me know that those were all my things. And that I can never have them because of her. And I got the courage. All of a sudden, I do remember saying, I'm sick and tired of you. And I picked up a chair. And I attempted to throw the chair at her. And I did throw the chair at her. But it was a weak throw because I was so full of fear (laughs) that I couldn't really project the throw as well as I wanted to. But I threw it. And when I threw it, she shrieked and she was in shock because I stood up to her. And even though it's so interesting, because even now I'm having another revelation that I didn't even have before. Every time I tell this dream, I come up with another revelation. Um, So anyhow, she was like she paused and the way she looked at me, I felt her become fearful and all of a sudden she started to dissipate and disappear and then I immediately woke up and when I woke up I was freaking shook I was shaken I was shook because I could still feel the fear in my body but then as I was replaying the dream I was also proud of myself because I stood up to it to her and even though I was fearful I I still threw that damn chair at her and let her know, I'm sick of you. (laughs) And so, you know, it's interesting as I had the revel, as I was just having the revelation, um, that is still an issue somewhat in my life because there are certain platforms that I should be participating in and certain things I should be doing and that I will be doing. But fear has kept me from doing it. And it's interesting because, you know, we always talk about fear as if it's this separate thing or being or, you know, even if you're religious, you, you will call that a demon or the devil or this, that and the other. But really, it's your own freaking shadow. It's you. It's your shit. It's, it's, it's I, I hate to break it to you if you're someone that likes to use the devil as a crutch and an excuse but it's your own shit it's your own stuff and you know i think oftentimes we suppress it with alcohol you know drugs marijuana sex relationships food um adventure um You know, any type of thing that you can get addicted to. And there's so many addictions that are socially acceptable that are okay to do. So it's like, you know, we don't really face our fears like we should and take responsibility for the fact that they're still lingering. I know I can listen when someone starts talking to me about fear or... Um, when they start talking about how it's this separate entity or it's this or it's that like I can recognize immediately that that person is is using that as a crutch. I know for a fact because I've had friends to do it I've done it um, you know it's it's just it's just how it is and I'm definitely not saying this to beat up on anybody or judge anybody. Um, Because like I said, I've I've participated in it. I'm still in it, you know. Um, But the key to it, as was demonstrated in the dream, is to even with the fear to walk through it anyway. Like I said, in the dream, I was terrified of her. And like I said, I I had hardly any physical strength left. But I still managed to pick that chair up and throw it. And when I threw it, you know, she looked at me like, what? (laughs) She couldn't believe it. And she became fearful and she, she was gone. So, you know, it's with some of the issues that I have that I, I, I have fear of, that I have the awareness of finally, um, is to just go through it, just do it, you know? And So easier said than done. (laughs) But, you know, I'm talking right now during a time of quarantine and lockdown. And I tell you, I'm really, really getting to know myself even better. You know, I don't think you can ever get to a point to where you know yourself and that's it. I think it's a constant, constant journey and evolution and, you know, path that you just continually walk in and I've been doing it and I really like what I see you know I, I really I, I remember years ago and I lived in Cleveland and a, and a bunch of us were at work I was working for a radio station and we were having this conversation and I, I, I really liked the topic and I don't know who initiated it I don't know if it was me or someone else but it was a few of us and the conversation was if you could come back to this you you left this planet you come back would you want to come back as yourself or who would you want to come back as and i was like i definitely would want to come back as myself i'm like i have a bomb ass personality i love the way i think i don't you know nobody thinks like me and I think I'm on to something <laughs> with my journey and with my experiences and how I'm constantly viewing reality and life I'm like you know would I make some tweaks about myself yeah I make a few tweaks but for the most part I, I enjoy you know especially my the spiritual aspect of myself especially the spiritual aspect of myself so I don't don't even remember where I was going with that thought, but I'm just going to keep on rolling. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I'm just at a point where, oh, I think I remember now we were talking about like isolation and, and with this quarantine. I'm just really getting to know myself so much better. And I'm being very, very kind to myself. And I'm being very gentle with myself and i'm working on patience with myself i'm so used to always being productive and having to work on this and work on that and i it's really taking some time to give myself permission to not be productive to not have to oh, i better do this right now i I've had to give myself permission because I don't know when when we're gonna have this opportunity again <laughs> in life, <laughs> you know, to where everything stops, everything slows down. So yeah, I've I've had to really really walk myself through um, giving myself permission to not be productive and not have to do this and have to do that and you know, feel good about myself because I did this or did that. And it, it's, it's been really, really nice. It's a recharge that I'm getting in a whole new way. And, you know, I'm uncovering other, other fears that I think will definitely help me um, in, in so many other ways. And, you know, being honest with myself Um, as much as I can. You know, sometimes I think... We think we're being honest with ourselves, but maybe we're just telling the same story over and over, and we think that story is true. So, you know, with this quietness and with the planet kind of just being slower and nature is kind of, like, thriving much better, I'm finding that uh, my thoughts... And my desires and and different things, things are manifesting really rapidly. So it's making me be very intentional with my thoughts and my emotions and um, slow to react to things that trigger me. Um, And I'm so proud of myself. You know, I had a situation just the other day where I wanted to make a decision out of anger and rage and I decided not to make the decision and to just give myself a few days to see where I'm at by day three and I'm so glad that I didn't make the decision that I was going to make. I'm so glad and like it's interesting like none of it even matters anymore None of it even matters anymore. But I could have made a decision that could have, you know, really impacted my life based on a temporary feeling. And even misunderstanding. So it's it's been a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. I've been going through... I've gone through different stages of this quarantine life. You know, initially, when all this first started happening, I'll be honest, the first week, I did feel a lot of anxiety and I did feel a lot of fear and I let myself feel it. I didn't try to talk myself out of it. Um, I, and I think it's really important that during these times, we refrain from judging people about feeling fear and telling them quit being afraid this is like you know especially with judgment you know offer people solutions on how to feel good but please be very careful telling people not to feel fear show them how to feel good tell them you know talk to them about having gratitude tell them how great your life is or how you're feeling and what you're doing but when you tell people don't Don't quit being afraid. Like, what does that mean? You say that to somebody and then they do it. That's not how it works. You're not giving practical solutions by telling someone, don't be afraid. Those are just words. Because if I'm afraid, you saying don't be afraid is only going to piss me off. So... And if someone feels shamed for feeling fear, they're not gonna not feel it. They just may not be honest with you about it anymore, or they may suppress it and push it down. But it doesn't remove or delete the feelings. So I just wanted to offer that. Just please, just really be careful of telling people not to be afraid. This is the first time this has ever happened, and you know, I don't. Even, I don't know if it's the first time this has ever happened in the whole existence of, of the earth or what but you know I don't hear, hear anyone telling you stories of when it's happened before like this so yeah it could be a little bit scary to people especially people that are products of the program to where they haven't had any type of awakening to where they are born into this system and they believe this system works and they believe that it's real and you know, they're going to be the most fearful ones because it's starting to collapse. It's not what they thought it was. It's, they're, you know, it's crumbling. So yeah, they're going to be fearful. So, you know, it's, I think it's okay. I know when this whole thing was going on, I, um, everybody was buying up toilet paper, like crazy, you know. And I remember I was down to like a pack and a half, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm gonna be one of those ones like burn napkins or something. <laughs> I was like, I, but I forgot that I have a subscription service to a company called Real, and um, it was funny. They had just emailed me um, telling me that my order was coming, then they emailed me again and said that they were out, and I'm like, oh no. But end up, they end up shipping it anyway, so I end up having having toilet paper but I remember feeling, you know, a little bit of panic. Like, what am I doing? You know, a roll and a a pack and a half. I don't know if they're going to close everything down or what's going to happen. But I just remember I felt fearful. I was in the grocery store and everyone is just kind of like looking at each other and It was eerily quiet, but you heard just carts moving and moving really fast. And, you know, I'm an empathic person, so I could just feel a lot of, like, quiet anxiety in people. Everybody was trying to act calm, but you could feel that a lot of people were like, "What what the hell is going on right now? So one of the tools that I use... Um, that was very helpful in getting me out of my um, feeling of fear or panic and uncertainty because, you know, all the conspiracy theories, all the conversations, all the videos, all the articles, all the testimonials, all that stuff, nobody still can guarantee what's going to happen next. It's this whole thing is a huge fucking mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's this and this 5G and Bill Gates and this and the president. And then they said that. And then they're going to do this. And while we're sleeping, they passed this bill. And in this dream, I saw this and that. All that's great. But nobody 100% knows what's going to happen. Yesterday, we had a mass meditation that took place. Uh, Millions of people meditated. That could change the course of everything. So nobody knows what's going to happen. So one of the things that I did that helped me get through um, my feeling of, you know, fear and panic was um, I. What was more fearful to me than anything was the thought of a forced vaccination. And I'm not going to, you know, get into any vax or anti or any of that stuff. I'm not even not going to have that conversation. But I am concerned with something going in my body that hasn't been properly tested. Something that has fetuses in it and formaldehyde and eggs and weird things and stuff that can control me and, and harm me. And that was a concern. There was also a concern that, you know, everything would close down and I wouldn't have, you know, be able to survive or, you know, just certain, certain things. I was thinking about being chipped, you know, that scared the crap out of me. And so what I had to do was I had to imagine all the worst case scenarios that I completely feared. And I allowed myself to go through it. I, I, I completely wrote and directed a movie in like 10 seconds. <laughs> and I allowed myself to go through the darkest part of what seemed to be a potential outcome in each of those experiences. And I allowed myself to go through them in my mind. And I didn't die. I survived. I made it. And once I let that happen, I I didn't have that fear anymore. So it was like I had to face it. You know, once again, we're back to coming face-to-face with it. So I came face-to-face with it. now, they are not out- outcomes that I'm, like, accepting or that I'm okay with having. But I did allow myself to you know, tap into that part of my mind that just allowed me to have that experience. And so I had it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't need to have it again. That was enough. (laughs) It happened in my mind, which was real enough. And like I said, that, that took away all the fear from that. And I've also allowed myself to take a bit of a break from reading all of the articles, from connecting with all the Pain that's going on with this like I've had to pull back and give myself a break from it and not participate in a lot of the conversations going on with it so that I can you know focus on me being a person because that's still happening too (laughs) you know I'm still breathing I'm still here I'm still on this earth I still have a purpose um There's a meaning to my life. There's something I came here to do. And no matter what the outcome of any of this is, that doesn't change any of it. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I am literally right now sitting in my car. It's raining. So I don't know if you heard any drops or anything, but um, I love the smell of rain and maybe it's not necessarily just rain but when it hits the dirt and that smell oh god I could wear that as cologne as perfume if I could just ugh, the smell is so intoxicatingly delicious I don't know if that's the right phrase but it's oh something about that smell that just I don't know what I've always been like that even as a child I love that smell Something about that smell is just amazing. Plus, I feel like I have a really uh, divine and supernatural connection to rain. I love thunder and lightning like nobody's business. Like when it's thundering and lightning and raining really heavy, it's like my inner goddess is like, hello. (laughs) I just completely come alive in a way that is just indescribable and unfortunately here we don't get a lot of thunder and lightning but i noticed this a lot when i lived in florida um because it rains there a lot so yeah and charlotte too we do the same thing in charlotte sometimes when i lived in charlotte i had an enclosed backyard and when it would rain really heavy i would literally strip down go out there and just and and bathe and shower in the rain I would wash my hair in the rain water it would make my hair so soft I would um bathe in it um, like a shower and it was just like the best feeling I would feel like I just got baptized or something (laughs) so yeah those are the good old days (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this dream and this conversation really encourages and blesses someone. So if you watch it or listen, I mean, and uh, you enjoyed it, please leave a message or comment. Um, If you're watching this, listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please, if you can leave me a rating and a comment, I would be forever grateful. I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Don't put any pressure on yourself. That's not necessary. And, you know, enjoy this time. You know, if you are able to, If, if you, you know, find something to be grateful for in this situation and you know try to focus on that because you know even though i already know this but i often i have to be reminded often that gratitude is literally a supernatural force that can shift so many things this is not just spiritual talk or just um you know hippie talk or me being in a fantasy and That I mean, there is literal, and I've had it explained to me, but I can't regurgitate it. But one day I'll be able to regurgitate it properly. But there is literally like electromagnetic energy that emanates from your body, especially um, in times of like sincere and pure gratitude, and that electromagnetic force or electromagnetic energy. Like, energy is what this whole planet is made of. We're shifting into a time now, you know, I mean, it's, it's you know, like I said, it's very mysterious. But I really, really believe that we're shifting now into an age to where the conversations that I'm having here will be regular talk. It won't be so like, okay, I'm having, let me, you know, I don't want to say this to everybody. Like, I really believe that we're shifting into of a more digital um, and more spiritual technology-based reality. I really believe that. So on that note, because I'll keep going on and on, thank you so much for listening to Heal Yourself, Heal the Planet, and hopefully you were healed or listened to something that I said that can um, facilitate in a form of healing for you. So hopefully you got something out of this. Like I said, as I was saying all this and talking about the dream, I came to a new revelation. So always get something beautiful out of it. So again, thank you so much and you take care. And I hopefully will be launching another show um in the next few days. Just gotta think about which one I wanna tell you. I want it to be appropriate for each time that I that I speak. So I'll let the universe guide me. So thanks so much, and I will see you soon. Peace.